it's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Welcome to the IHSA Safety Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Rayner. On this episode of the podcast, we're joined once again by Jasmine Kelsey, IHSA's Occupational Hygienist. Welcome back, Jasmine. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me back. And joining us on the podcast for the first time is Blair Allen, who is Canada's National Health and Safety Representative for the International Brotherhood of Boilermakers. And Blair is also a member of IHSA's Board of Directors, representing labour within the mechanical construction industry, along with being the labour co-chair of the Provincial Labour Management Health and Safety Committee for Construction and a member of Ontario's Prevention Council for Workplace Health and Safety. So welcome, Blair. Uh, Thank you, Ken. It's an honour to be here and participate in this podcast today. Thank you. Thanks. Great to have you here, Blair. Okay, so... On episode 63 of the IHSA Safety Podcast, Jasmine and I discussed noise exposure in the workplace. Now, this is a critically important topic. As we know for years, noise-induced hearing loss has been a leading cause of non-fatal occupational disease claims in Ontario. And a worker suffering a hearing loss usually will not realize it. Noise exposure within the workplace may be harmful at levels that workers may not even consider to be annoying or disruptive. I mean, it's not like getting a overexposure to sun's rays and the next day you're suffering and dealing with a nasty, painful sunburn. There's often not a discernible cause and effect. And on episode 63, Jasmine introduced us to audiometric testing. So today we're going to take a deeper dive into it, have Jasmine provide a further explanation, and then we're going to have Blair share the story of how the Boilermakers are using audiometric testing to support their members. So Jasmine, let's start with you. Again, what can you explain? What exactly is audiometric testing? Yeah, for sure. So audiometric Testing, in short, is pretty much a hearing test. So it's non-invasive as well it's it's a painless test. Um, it tests a person's ability to hear sounds at different levels of intensities. So generally, when an individual carries out their first audiometric test, that establishes a baseline of a person's hearing ability. And when we do the continual testing, and this is something that could be done on an annual basis, for example, which is quite typical, um, you can see how an individual's hearing ability has changed over the course of time. Okay, that sounds like a good test. So is, is as of currently, as of today, is audiometric testing required in Ontario, Jasmine? So in Ontario, we do have a standalone noise regulation, and specifically the Ontario Regulation 381.15. Uh, so these regulations do specify what our noise exposure limits are supposed to be in the workplace or the employer responsibilities towards uh, providing hearing protection. However, um, they do not include any regulations pertaining to the requirement of an employer uh, uh, carrying out an audiometric test. So uh, actually, in fact, uh, Ontario is one of the few provinces in Canada that does not have any regulations relating to the requirement for audiometric testing. Uh, We do see provinces such as British Columbia, Alberta, Manitoba. They have uh, this process, this this audiometric testing uh, as a mandatory uh, process. So that said, it doesn't mean employers in Ontario should not consider them. For all terms and purposes, they can be considered as a best practice. Exactly. And and as we know, like anything else that is contained in the Occupational Health and Safety Act or the regulations, 
it is a minimum standard, right? And so if we're going to be talking about this today, we're talking about this as a best practice, something that employers uh, should consider. So, so what is that process then for any employer out there that would be interested in finding out more about audiometric testing? Yeah, so the process of audiometric testing, as I mentioned, is quite simple. Um, it is non-invasive. So during the test itself, an individual is typically seated in a sound-treated booth, and uh, they are asked to wear um, a set of headphones over the ears. So during the course of the test, um, the technician would play a series of tones, and the individual will give the cue on whether they could hear those tones or not. And this process is done over each ear. Um, the output of the audiometric test is an audiogram. So pretty much this is a document. It could be either presented as a graph or in a, like a numerical chart. It shows how well the individual can hear based on the different tones that were presented at different pitches uh, during the test process. So pretty much it will highlight how loud a tone must be to be heard by the, by the individual. And at the end of the test, a copy of the audiogram is given to the worker for their uh, for their records. Okay, so, and this test is obviously beneficial to employers and to workers, right, Jasmine? Yeah, no, for sure. So uh, we, do, we do know hearing loss is a gradual change. Um, as you mentioned, it does not happen uh, overnight, right? Uh, obviously, if it's not traumatic. So the audiometric tests allow both the worker and the employer to have a record on their own hearing function. So there's some perks to ha uh, going through an audiometric test. So first of all, I could speak to the success of the employer's hearing conservation program. So in other words, if certain controls are put into place in the workplace to protect against high noise levels, and you see no significant changes um, in a worker's hearing ability versus um, in the audiogram, um, this speaks to the success of current controls. Um, so it shows to the worker as well as the employer that these controls are working. So um, in the event that the worker's ability has changed from the baseline, so from that first uh, audiometric test, it can also show that the current noise control measures that are put into place are not effective and further investigation can uh, occur. So it gives the ability to determine early on if any additional controls may need to be implemented uh, to prevent any further damage to a worker's hearing. Excellent. So, you know, we, th we, th we think about the race methodology of recognize, assess, control. This piece is the evaluate piece, right? To, to evaluate, hey, are those controls working and is it definitive? And, um, you know, is the, is the hearing of the workers still being impacted? So we have to look again at the controls or have the controls been sufficient and there's no more further degradation to the, uh, to the workers hearing, right? Right. Fantastic. All right, Blair, let's bring you in here. So we've gotten a good practical understanding of audiometric testing from Jasmine. Let's get into the story of the Boilermakers in, in terms of um, why did the Boilermakers decide to make audiometric testing available to its members? Well, we always talk about health and safety and a lot of employers and workers always look at the safety, but they sort of neglect the health aspect of, uh, of their jobs. And when you look at the potential of hearing loss, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, meaning it's a gradual degradation of your hearing where over 30 years you can no longer hear. So because of the legislative components in certain provinces where you have to have mandatory hearing tests, our workforce is transient. We go from province to province 
uh, owner-client facility to owner-client facility to repair the uh, components uh, of their power plants and their pressure vessels. So when somebody goes from province to province, you end up getting more than one hearing test by our employers for our employers to be in compliance. So it was written into our collective agreement where we were uh, able to provide uh, hearing tests to our members through a national uh, audiometric company. And our members can call up any one of these offices across the country and uh, schedule a hearing test. And part of that program, we provide uh, custom-made earplugs for our members to, uh, uh, to use as a beneficial, more effective component compared to off-the-shelf, non-molded earplugs. So we're very uh, progressive to make sure that when you do retire and your grandchild is sitting on your knee, you can hear them whisper. That's our intention. This is not fantastic because yeah, because you, you get into like a uh, you know you get someone in their fifties or sixties that have been exposed to to, to um, noise in the workplace for twenty five, thirty years. You know, and then they want to enjoy themselves later in life and, and enjoy that retirement that they've earned. And they're going to places like a party where there's background noise or going to a restaurant with their significant other. And they may have challenges being able to fully, um, ex, you know, fully appreciate that experience because they can't hear everything they want to. Right. So this this is something that, you know, although, again, it's not always seemed to be an acute issue the day of exposure, as it happens over time, you know, down the road, that's when unfortunately the, the impacts are going to be realized, right? So um, what, are, what are some of the feedback that you're getting from your members, Blair, in, in, in regards to this program? So it's a gradual uh, progression of participation. We've instituted a, a new requirement to our members in the last five or six years as this has evolved. Um, we have uh, put a response, another responsibility onto our members. And some, sometimes when things change, we get uh, not as much participation as we'd like. And so we're, we're going through some growing pains and where we're uh, educating our membership on the benefits and uh, uh, engaging our members to participate in the program. And we, we've done some... Uh, you know, we, we, we've dangled a carrot to individuals to get your hearing tested. And we've come up with uh, a few different programs where we, we give out some quarterly prizes for those people that uh, get their hearing tested. Minimal amount of, uh, of money, but it recognizes the people who uh, have gone through the effort to uh, either attend a, a clinic on themselves or attend one of the uh, private clinics that we are uh, able to set up at uh, some of our owner client sites where we have a concentration of members. So we set up uh, clinics at a work site where we have uh, 30 people come uh, during their course of their workday to get their hearing tested and the molds completed. Or we also do this at uh, our apprenticeship trade schools as well as uh, our union meetings. Uh, if we have a concentration of boilermakers and we have the availability of an audiometric uh, uh, specialist to come and do the testing, we certainly uh, engage that for our members to make it as convenient as possible. 
Fantastic. And, and, and Blair, you know, um, Jasmine mentioned that this isn't a requirement in Ontario as of today, but, you know, uh, would you, would you yourself recommend to employers out there or other, other unions that this is something that they should take a close look at in terms of the benefits and, and how it can uh, improve um, issues in their workplace? So I was, uh, I, I don't work in the field anymore. I'm a union leader and uh, I have an office job where I help the administration of our organization. Uh, I have a, the, my, my hearing plugs made this year, a new pair. They, we get them every five years. Uh, I lost one out cutting the grass one day and it took me two days to find it. I was rather disappointed. It wasn't the cost that I was disappointed about. It was the fact that I enjoy wearing them when there's loud noises because whether I'm using a, a drill or the lawnmower, I feel a lot more comfortable uh, with them in simply because A, I know the consequences of not wearing them, but I'm also uh, 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 aware that they they protect me as I go through my life. So this would be something that you would recommend for other employers and other unions to at least look at. A absolutely. The the benefits far outweigh the, the the inconvenience or the consequences of not having your, your testing done. And, and to, not that we're looking for for uh, compensation if we do lose our hearing, uh, but there there is uh, the possibility that those things can occur if we've been subjected to workplaces where we didn't have hearing conservation programs in effect or we were uh, of an age where we didn't have the knowledge that we have today. In When I started my career in the early 80s, hearing protection just was not on the radar of everybody like it is in the year yep. 2022. I mean, just that many more workers of that age now that are retired that are dealing with that. And, and it's, you know, we know that to be the case. Um, this continues to be a major issue in Ontario for workers. And, and we want to make sure that as we're doing these podcasts and sharing this information, that we're putting out as much information as possible in terms of options and opportunities to, uh, to ensure that hearing loss is, is, is not, um, is not an issue in the workplace. So thanks very much for that, Blair. That's great. So, so Jasmine, we've, you know, maybe we've got some uh, employers and workers that have been listening to Blair and going, Hey, this sounds like a really good idea. How could an employer or a worker, how could they, how could they get to an audiometric test? How could they, how could they do that? So uh, since audiometric testing is something that's not mandatory via the noise regulations, the answer can depend. So if the employer opts for audiometric testing for their workers, uh, the employer can typically have this arranged, right? So either we get like a mobile booth uh, that comes into the workplace where workers can go in at breaks or at designated times and get tested, or um, employer is able to reach out to a testing facility and then the worker can be designated to go the testing facility and get their uh, hearing test done. Uh, in some cases, uh, we get the unions, um, they can offer free audiometric testing for their members, as we see for the Boilermakers, for example. Um, aside from that, there are testing facilities across Ontario which can provide this service. A referral is not typically required, however, these tests can be subject to a cost. Uh, so that's something just to keep in mind. Um, in addition, um, it's also good to keep in mind that audiometric test, um, when you're looking um, for any facilities uh, to, that carry this out, they should be conducted by an audiologist or a person who is certified and competent to conduct an audiometric test. 
Okay. Um, and I want to come back to something that Blair said um, earlier on, because he mentioned custom earplugs. So he mentioned the custom earplug that fell out while he was cutting the grass and he found it two days later, which was great because um, they are more expensive. Right. But can we can, you know, as, as our occupational hygienist, can we just get your take on custom earplugs and sort of how do they compare to traditional earplugs that are sort of one size fits all for everybody? Yeah, for sure. So custom earplugs are a type of hearing protection device, right? Where these are the type of earplugs that are made to fit the exact shape of an individual ear canal. So typically you'll have like medical grade silicon material. It's injected into the ear canal and an impression is taken. And then earplug, earplugs are made uh, to that impression. So when we compare custom earplugs versus like the, our other traditional hearing protection devices, such as like the pre-molded ones um, that we find in workplaces or earmuffs, so custom earplugs do offer a better fit, uh, which can entail better protection against noise hazards. So we can say like every individual has a different size and shape of their ear canal, right? Like for example, Ken, I would have a different shape, size ear canal versus yours. So using pre-molded earplugs, which is a, which is of a certain size, so this may not fit the worker correctly, or each worker correctly. So some earplugs may be too big or too small. So when you have an inadequate seal of the ear uh, canal, this can still allow for some sound waves to reach the inner parts of the ear. And this, as a result, can still expose the worker to noise. So when you have something like a custom earplug, which is made to the exact shape of your ear canal, where the fit is factored in, this can allow for a better seal, which can mean better protection. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. So this is a this is a, a, a topic that we're going to continue to discuss over time because it's it's so important and really uh, thanks very much Blair and thanks Jasmine for being on today to give our members and our listeners a little bit more of a, a better understanding of audiometric testing the benefits of it um, how it's how it's benefited the boilermakers and Jasmine thanks again for your expertise in terms of um, uh, just having a better overall understanding of uh, not only the testing but also how custom earplugs can can uh, benefit a worker. So Blair, thank you very much for joining us on the, uh, on the safety podcast today. Appreciate it. And, uh, and Jasmine, thanks again for being back. Uh, thank you very much for letting me participate. That's great. All right. And thank you to the listeners for listening to the IHSA safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like us on your podcast channel and visit us at IHSA.ca for a wealth of health and safety resources and information. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening. Each year, about 5,000 IHSA supervisor logbooks are ordered for supervisors across Ontario. Why is the logbook so popular? Because it was developed by the industry for the industry. That's what makes it unique. IHSA thanks the members of the Labor Management Network and advisory councils who contributed their knowledge, experience, and time to the preparation of this supervisor logbook. Contact IHSA at 1-800-263-5024. That's 1-800-263-5024. Or visit ihsa.ca. That's ihsa.ca.